monkeys and monsters walk the earth, but these podcasters are filled with mirth. We'll watch films that are spooky, silly, and fun, but this time we'll watch the entire movie in one. So prepare to laugh beyond all reason. It's Edging Podcast's Halloween season. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Edging Podcasts Halloweeny season, where we're watching silly and fun Halloween movies in one sitting and review and giving our thoughts on them in a single sitting. This week we watched a bit of a nostalgic Halloween. Uh, would would you call this a bit forgotten? I I'd say uh, it's it's like one of those latent memories. Everybody knows it in the right age bracket, but they might not remember it right away. We're watching Scary Godmother, a Cartoon Network animation special that I remember airing all the time when I was a kid. Oh yeah, every year. And what year is this from again? Fuck if I know. Oh no, I I started it right off the stumper. I thought it was 2003, but I might just be talking on my ass there. 2005. Oh, five. Okay. And what you might be surprised to hear is that this is a 2003 uh, animation special that is entirely computer generated. That's right. Groundbreaking CG animation. And it's... Awful. It's pretty stinky. <laughs> yeah. And should we just go ahead and discuss the uh, the animation first, since there's kind of the elephant in the room here, the first thing you notice when the movie starts? Maybe we should... Yeah, let's do that. Got a lot to say. Yeah, let's just give the base plot synopsis like we've done with most of these other movies. Okay, yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so there's, it's a little American town. A little girl named uh, Hannah is scared of monsters. And so, after her mean cousin Jimmy uh, locks her in a haunted house, she gets visited by her scary godmother, who takes her to a Halloween party with real monsters, and she learns Mm -hmm. that monsters is okay, and they help her face her fears. Yeah. That's the long and That's a good, like... Yeah, that's that's a good outline. Bye, everybody. But... (laughs) Later... Oh, I hate this so much. I hate this animation. It's awful. Everything looks pre-rendered. The characters have indentations for regular eyes, but small dots for their eyeballs. It's so jarring. I hate it. Hot on the heels of Toy Story. So we start out with some of the worst shots. (laughs) Like the worst shots of the whole movie are right at the start because all the background characters have the jankiest walk motions. They're kind of like clipping (laughs) through the ground and stuff. Thankfully, though, that's just the background characters. Yeah. Uh, The the art style, like once you get two minutes in, Sam and I have said that it, it really doesn't become such a problem. But I think Adam disagrees. I wholeheartedly disagree. Everything about it just looks half-assed. They, the characters look pre-rendered. Even the main characters do. And there's this part two minutes in where we're at a cemetery, a graveyard. 
and it's a completely different art style from the background to the characters. It's just jarring. I I don't. Yeah, they have like. It's it's just really gross. It feels like they tried so little to bring something. It's a very obvious uh, hybrid of of a drawing and three D animation style where they're trying to mesh the two or like bridge between the two. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about, and it doesn't work. It is based on a uh, book series as well. No shit. I think the best way to parse this movie would be to discuss the characters. The characters. Do you guys have any objections? Whatever, you sure? Let's just no. get it out of the way. First off, we got little Hannah, and I gotta say, she's a pretty fun little protagonist to have for a little kid special. No. Yeah, I normally get annoyed at little kid characters, but she was charming enough I didn't really mind it. I hate her eyes. At the beginning, she's scared by everything, but even then, she's still nice to everybody and so as as all these silly monsters come and teach her not to be scared it's kind of fun watching her break out of her shell and get the last laugh on the people who are mean to her but not in a vicious way still in a sweet nice way we'll come back to that though (laughs) that's just about all you can say about hannah honestly she is a little bit bland being just a little fairy princess kid who's meant to be a vehicle into the weird world. So, yeah. uh, I'm, to transition into some of the more fantastical characters, I gotta ask Sam, scary godmother, smash or pass? I'm gonna give soft pass. Really? I am very surprised to hear that. Yeah, I'm not that desperate, okay? <laughs> but, <laughs> she's very nice, but... Adam? I give that a hard patch. Her tits are so long and drive me crazy. <laughs> it's awful. They could have done so much better with such a fantastical character. It, it's, I, I hate it. I hate this movie. I, the way I'm thinking of it is I'm a full pass because this bitch, <laughs> her entire life is occupied with Halloween that comes once a year. So you know the rest of the year she's like stalking her exes and shit. <laughs> she's got nothing better to do it's the off season baby she lives with th- with two men yeah they're broommates broommates jesus god almighty and our the first bugaboo. new character <laughs> yeah, yeah he said this is my house and she says he's her broommate oh yeah that's right it's it's very funny the, the puns oh, yes. in this movie are, range from ha, to Oh. <laughs> oh God. It it really chaps my ass how they portray Mr. Uh, Scully. Uh, it's it's hard to talk about cuz it's so dated. I'm nervous. I just thought I just thought the most of the characters were charming for this brief view that we got of them and I enjoyed the the silly energy of both the human characters and the monster characters. Like, th- this isn't high art, but I think it's a well-done and yeah. very festive Halloween special. Mm. I-, I feel pretty much the same way. I really enjoy the uh, the comedic timing of all the banter. It- it's 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 very silly, but it's 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 fun. I think, <laughs> and, and all the, as as you said, all the characters, you get enough like a look at who they are, and they're all very silly and fun. It's all very silly and fun. Most of them. 
my favorite mm. of the bunch is is our next character, Mr. Scully Pettybones. Oh no. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it. Y'all ever play Puyo Puyo Fever? Because uh, this, is, this is just oh, sure Bones. This is so fucking dated. It hurts. It feels like a crime. I feel like just this character, poor Scully Pettybones, I feel like some... <clears throat> some fat white executive had this idea for this character and they thought they were being super progressive and inclusive with it but it set gay people back 10 years <laughs> yeah okay that was the biggest cringe scene for i me, agree the three I, times I... that i watched this what's the bully's name again uh the cousin dressed like the devil what's his name jimmy, jimmy. roger two he gives me such Roger vibes. He's more mean-spirited Roger. <laughs> I don't know. Roger's pretty mean-spirited. Okay, let, let me share with you one of my favorite lines in the movie that, that gives you a great window in Jimmy's character. So Jimmy goes in this long speech to Hannah about how excited he is to go trick-or-treating with her and all and all his friends and then asks her to go run around and find something in the distance. And as soon as she leaves, Jimmy turns around to all the friends and goes, all right, so we're going to dish the brat. (laughs) I've I've got got a good line that I think lines up everything I love about Jimmy. There's Mm -hmm. a point where him and his friends decide to vote on who should be the leader of their friend group. And so Jimmy wins. Jimmy wins the vote, and he says, Great, my first rule of order, no more voting! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was a good line. I'll give him that. That's funny. Of course, we have the other kids. I want want to go back back to something really quick, because we haven't talked too much about the characters, but uh, as we've talked mentioned many times, Jimmy is dressed as the devil. Uh, Can we go through what everyone else is dressed as? Because everyone's costumes are pretty good in this. Sure. Except for Katie, she's slacking. Mm. Katie's just a cat. Dumb broad. How about how about you actually put some effort in? This is this is a holiday. Yeah, this is serious shit. She's like the she's like the low effort slacker in your sixth grade <laughs> class who didn't put on a costume and said, I'm going as myself. <laughs> yeah, look at those people that have a t shirt that says, This is my Halloween costume. Oh yeah. Very uh, Drew, what was Bert dressed as? Uh, Bert was dressed as Bert, <laughs> one of Jimmy's friends. He's dressed as a baseball player, but he has a cardboard box that's drawn on it to make it look like a car slung around his body. And so his costume is, and I quote, a baseball player driving around in his SUV. And what does the SUV have, Drew? It has uh, anti-lock brake systems, a CB radio, and a photon-powered laser cannon. <laughs> What makes a Subaru Adam, a Subaru? It... <laughs> <laughs> the laser cannon. And Adam, what is Daryl dressed as? What the fuck? I can't. A piece of candy? <laughs> yes, he is. He's a piece of candy. The last piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes you sick. The last piece of candy. The spookiest candy that makes you sick at the end. Fuck you. Oh. You can't get through a whole Toblerone. It's impossible. I wouldn't want to get through a piece of a Toblerone. This shit sucks. So Daryl is dressed <laughs> as diabetes. Mm. That's the real scary part of Halloween. And as we've said, Hannah is a uh, fairy princess. Yes, absolutely. 
No, but, well, I'm sorry. She's a fairy princess doctor lawyer, right? Yeah. Astronaut movie star. Right. That's right. Yes, yes. With a pony. With a pony. <laughs> she got many hats. Yeah. Dumb. What is it with the women in this movie just completely failing their costumes? Ugh, for real. Mm-mm-mm. For shame. Costuming in Halloween is serious business. On Sam's... On Sam's subject about good uh, comic delivery, one of my favorite delivery of banters in this movie is when Hannah is talking to a character we'll get into later. She's describing her costume. She says, I'm a fairy princess, movie star, astronaut, with a pony. And then the character says, oh, cool. Just without moving a fist <laughs> <your> feet. Yeah. <laughs> no question. Just, yeah. Okay. So, Adam, you were continuing on the train of... What got us to the Halloween party? Oh, well, what happens is the kids decide yes, yes. To, to ditch the brat in order to get more Halloween candy. But they never leave the house. A known haunted house. They leave her in a house. They just leave her in there for like an hour. The Cosby house. <laughs> it's O.J. Simpson's house. <laughs> The, the Simpson Cosby house. They moved in together. Oh. That make a great sitcom. They're an unbeatable pair. <laughs> it's OJ and Cosby together forever. <laughs> History's greatest heels. <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't get their their big plan here with locking her in the house trying to scare her and make her go home yeah the scary godmother says I will take you to the land of nightmares child and they ride on her broom to, to a surf rock Halloween soundtrack mm. <laughs> I think <takes> total ass <laughs> beach boys are my favorite thing to listen to around the Halloween season <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought to myself, man, this song really slaps. And then about 30 seconds later when I realized the sequence was still happening, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they don't have a lot of time to fuck around. (laughs) They wasted so much of it on the goddamn song. It was like a minute, minute and a half of this, like, what, 45, 50 minute long movie? Just big time waster. Pacing, Adam, how is that a problem when you know that eventually you're gonna get get to meet Mr. Scully Pettibones, please don't make yes. me. Is the skeleton a... in the closet? <laughs> he, he he introduces himself as the skeleton in the closet, and he speaks with a very obvious, like stereotypical impression of a gay man. And so he's got a na- he's got a position that's three layers of puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the skeleton in the closet <laughs> but he's so nice and so like he's very nice to everybody but he's not afraid to like put people in their place or call them on their shit he's, he's definitely my favorite yeah he's a good character calling them on their shit like our next character Harry the werewolf I fucking hate Harry I, I fucking love hate him. Harry's the wor- Harry, is, Harry is comic book guy from the Simpsons <laughs> I love Harry, though. He was the only character I didn't hate. <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, he was. I like the the joke that he's a werewolf wearing a sheep t-shirt, so he's literally a wolf oh, in sheep clothing. Oh yeah. <gasps> I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't get that either. I thought that was fun. Harry, Gee, the I missed that. I figured Sam would have got it's that. It's very innovative of the movie to portray an accurate friend group by having that one friend who accidentally gets invited to things even though nobody wants him there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Harry was just... He invited them himself onto their friend Discord server, and they're like, oh yeah, we got the party coming up, and Harry's like, ooh, a party! And they're like, yeah, everyone's invited! (laughs) Harry just eats all the hors d'oeuvres that Mr. Pennybone has so graciously graciously provided. All the while never shutting up. He talks so much. I don't hate the character, but Christ Almighty, he just monologues for, for like paragraphs at a time. It's so hard to get anywhere with this guy. I don't, again, I don't hate the character. I think he's a fun little comic relief character. I know you guys hate him. <laughs> but Christ almighty, he talks way too long. I can't recall exactly. I mean, he gets his fair share of criticisms, though, from but, everyone at the party. But he shuts him down. But he claps back with that classic line, Quiet, Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Philistine joke. Never gets old. <laughs> and then Mr. Pettibones starts crying and goes back to his closet. And the rest of the, the special is a really sober uh, discussion between Scary Godmother and Harry about what's cool in 2003. And, and speaking of what's cool in 2003 versus what's cool in 2021, welcome to another 45 minutes of us wanting to do the Mr. Pennybone impression, but just restraining ourselves. <laughs> So the wolf is just running around being a dickhead, and the, so the scary godmother gives us a very strange cutaway where she teaches kids how to put peanut butter and jelly on saltine crackers, and then yeah. she shoves one of those into the wolf's mouth to stop him from talking. The peanut butter glues his mouth shut. <laughs> it's very cool. Oh, yeah. It's a very popular Halloween hors d'oeuvre, peanut butter and jelly on crackers. Sam, there was a, with the, the the baseball player in the SUV, there was a joke about a CB radio that I was just so sure you would have memorized. Oh, let's see here. Do you not remember what it was? I figured you would know. Is it, the door is a jar. The door is a <laughs> no. jar. No, that wasn't no. it. <laughs> That's another good one. I can't remember. I specifically didn't write it down because I thought you did. Uh, Bert, the baseball player in his SUV... Uh, starts talking, saying like, breaker niner niner, and then Juvie says, people don't put CB radios in SUVs anymore, and Bert claps back with, you just made us lock your cousin in a haunted house, and you're gonna lecture me on my fantasy SUV, and then Juvie <laughs> says, oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is mean or vitriolic in this movie, except for the the, except for Jimmy, and even then, he's still not so much of a detestable dickhead that you can't laugh with him and at him. Yeah. <laughs> our, our next guest is the vampire family, Mac, Count Max and Ruby, and their little son Orson. The prince, queen, and, the, the, the king, queen, and prince of the night. Mm. Max and Ruby. Max is uh, 
really self-conscious about his sociabil social skills and his being cool and hip, and so he tries to overcompensate by calling things like groovy and stuff like that. <laughs> now, I won't speak for either of you, but I think that calling things groovy is still really hip. That being said, I hate the vampire family so much. Did the vampires make you decide that this movie sucks? <laughs> and put a rim shot there. No, I will not You're put a rim shot there. You're telling me you didn't there. like the scene where Count Max says, uh, I'll have a drink. Make it a bloody Mary. Hold the Mary. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah, I did not laugh. So many of the jokes in this. I had the same reaction. Like, this this is so dumb. I love it. <laughs> no laugh for you. I think the re it, it's really, I find it really interesting because I think the reasons that Drew and I love the movie are the exact same reasons that Adam hated the movie. Yeah, and I don't get that. It's so jarring because usually we line up pretty well with our opinions on the movies we watch here for the most part. I did not enjoy this ironically. I enjoyed this 100% unironically. Really? <laughs> I went into this... No, I went into this wanting to hate it. I was having a super bad day. This movie turned my day around. <laughs> well, I'm happy. I'm in the same boat as Sam, Adam. Oh. I had... I had such a good time watching this. I, I like, I I was writing it first. My notes were so negative about how bad the animation was. Within two minutes, I was just writing like, "Oh shit, this movie slaps." Oh, this writing's good. The worst part is the second one is has even better writing, and it doesn't have the horrible animation. I refuse to believe that, and no, I won't watch it. Oh yeah, I watched it immediately after this <laughs> one because I was having such a good time. Oh. Uh. Can we briefly touch on the beginning of the plot, the second one, because I find it so good. <laughs> okay, so so the ending of this one ends with all the monsters coming to scare Jimmy and his friends for scaring Hannah, but then, like, Hannah mm -hmm. shines her flashlight on them so they pretend to die, so that way Hannah can be the hero to all, the, all of Jimmy and her friends. And so the next movie starts at the beginning of the next Halloween, and Jimmy is, like in his room making traps because he can't sleep at night because he's so scared that the <laughs> monsters are going to come and kill him. Jimmy is traumatized by the end of the first movie. That's like half of the plot of the next movie. Literally, he sees things. He like has random outbursts. He talks to himself and he starts doing wild things to try and destroy Halloween just so that the monsters won't kill him. Something I don't understand, though. What? So, Bugaboo has a conversation with Hannah where Bugaboo mentions that he pops in on Jimmy and scares him every week. But in the end, when he sees Bugaboo, he acts like he's never seen him before and does not he doesn't believe in monsters. So, I was really confused by that. I don't know if I heard that wrong or what, but it was... It threw me off for a minute. I wasn't sure... That's fair. I had thought about that. Kind of ruined the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, this, this plot hole damns the entire movie. I, I don't think that the bugaboo has to like reveal himself to scare Jimmy. Like reveals maybe just... himself. Oh, Shut no. up! <laughs> oh, the sheet. He's probably got six penises. 
What happens in Cosby House stays in Cosby House. Thank you. But you know what? You're right. Jimmy's very dismissive of monsters for somebody who apparently gets scared bi-weekly by our final guest, the Bugaboo, who's like the monster under the bed. And when he's first introduced, he might be the scariest thing I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> Holy cow. Really? He's big purple and fuzzy. You got a bunch of eyes. He's got like six red eyes. He's got horns and he's got like 50 sh sharp teeth and this giant mouth that goes off of his body. It's so big. You found yeah, that... a little pointy devil tail. You found that scary? So naturally, he, he scares the heck out of Hannah. But luckily, by talking, they realize they have a lot in common. Like, they both like pizza we... with olives. <laughs> Another great line that I, I really enjoyed in this, this is one I wrote down, was uh, Hannah being t immediately terrified by the bugaboo, like, starts trying to shine her flashlight on him to scare him. <laughs> to which he replies, What are you, a coal miner? <laughs> <laughs> Another, uh, one, one more fun line. Uh, one, one, more, uh, one more great Jimmy line uh, that I had down here was uh, when they're debating whether or not to go find someone to get Hannah out of the house. Uh, the other kids start saying that they've made a terrible mistake, and Jimmy just goes, no, we did what we had to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was following orders. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some Nazi shit from Nuremberg Trials. I, I just still don't understand how they, they thought locking a little girl in the haunted house would help them get more candy. I, I, I watched it three times, so I picked up on this. <laughs> oh, they said, go. I watched this movie three times, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. He's and got I the t-shirt, guys. Use your time I enjoyed wisely. it more every time, so fuck <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm actually Why getting... am I so ashamed that I love this movie? I'm actually getting mad now. We'll watch the second one next year. We'll watch the second one sometime. I will quit. We'll watch the second one right after this Discord call. Look, Adam, I know you don't like the movie, but we've been getting a bunch of emails from our biggest fan, Malia Obama. She's been telling us she wants us to watch the next Scary Godmother because she loves the series and she heard we're doing the first one. I think you're lying. Uh, what? I'm sorry, what were we just talking about? We were talking about the introduction of the bugaboo. We're talking about the bugaboo. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. The kids said that uh, they're going to scare her and then wait for her to like run out, begging to be taken home, so that way Jimmy can be innocent and absolved of all this, just taking her home because she got scared, and then they can go and just like do a blitzkrieg through all the neighborhood, getting them <laughs> candies. I don't get it though. Like. There's a lot hinging on that plot. Why? Why would he lock her in the house? Well, they weren't—they weren't just gonna leave her in a scary house. Well, and I know they weren't gonna leave her in the scary house, but like, there's a lot of holes in that logic. Well, scary monsters. So, they didn't know there were monsters in there. Adam, you saw all those kids with the horrible walk cycles in the beginning. They're scared of those kids. <laughs> I'd be scared. If I saw someone doing that in real life, I would turn around and run the other way, candy or no candy. That's just not natural. I, there's nothing cool about that. If I saw someone doing that, I'd say, you're not cool and run. Was was it the kid in the ghost costume? That was the one. That, yeah, that kid was like doing a jig yeah. while walking. I hated it. His knees bend backwards, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's also a part where Katie and Daryl uh, start talking about wanting to kiss. Ugh, that yeah. was real fucking awkward. But like, I mean, kids are awkward there, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's cool. Trading candies with the upperclassmen. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god, it was here the entire time. Adam, Doug knew. You bring up another good point. Doug predicts everything. <laughs> this is what trading <laughs> candies means. <laughs> oh my gosh. Doug taught us so much. I don't think we completely have under or uh, completely appreciated all that Doug did for us. We're so mean to him. But stupid Harry, after getting hypnotized, uh, wakes up and then immediately eats all of the food at the party. Yep. <laughs> Which leads to a very stupid side plot where they need to order pizza, but they <laughs> yes. trust Harry to do it. For some reason. <laughs> the bastard orders, what, like, 12 extra-large pizzas that comes out to, like, $180. And a, a gag that I greatly enjoy is uh, the the pizza man, who's another skeleton, he gives the pizza, and the scary godmother says, I don't have enough money for that. And then the skeleton says, you can always sign for it! And he gives her an <laughs> infernal contract. This movie's says, occasionally actually scary, which I really love. <laughs> I love the, I love the but, little pizza man skeleton. He's got like a baseball cap with devil horns <laughs> and a bo red bow tie. He's adorable. And once they scrounge through Bugaboo's fur and find enough loose change to pay for the pizza, what does Harry go and do? He tries to take all the damn pizza. That bastard. <laughs> Harry's a piece of shit. Harry yeah. sucks. Uh... Harry's, Harry's the guy in a zombie movie who hides that he got bit. So scary godmother conjures her evil voodoo witchy magic to like wrap Harry in chains and then threaten him until he promises to like do odd jobs for her to pay off the pizzas that he ordered. <clears throat> there are some things that need tended to in the bedroom. <laughs> you just thought that the party was going a different direction. Mm. They should have made Harry sign for the pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a character of any movie that we've watched up to this point who deserves going to hell more than Harry the werewolf? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Roger? Hmm. Oh, Jimmy for sure. Ah, uh, but he has childhood spontaneity. Like, like Jimmy... Jimmy's a dick, but in a way that, you know, like in 18 years, he's gonna look back on this and just think, Wow, I was a dick. I don't believe so. Hmm. <laughs> I think out of all our movies, the character that's been the the biggest dick out of everybody, objectively, probably has to be, uh... Oh, why can I not think of his name now? Doug Kinney? The Man with the Monkey from Dunstan oh, Checks In. Lord Rutledge. Lord Rutledge. Lord Rutledge, objectively, the, the worst, the, the most evil character we've seen so far, I think. But, but he didn't order $200 of pizza and then leave his host with the bill. But he had sex with a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our headcanon, though. Yeah, that didn't happen on frame. It's heavily implied, Drew. It's heavily implied by the plot. <laughs> I believe it was Sam who said that he ate the monkey and had a hearty monkey-fed frame. I think that'd look good on the t-shirt. Go to our merch store, sharkrobot.com forward slash edging on podcast, where you can find that shirt and many more. Yeah, more t-shirts on the way. You can find my t my personal t-shirt of the month, which is 
of a caricature of me strangling a caricature of Harry. <laughs> you're just so mean to this fucking cartoon wolf, man. I, I don't. I still don't get it. Like he's not a good man. <laughs> he, he's he's all right. <laughs> oh, Harry's a real fucking bastard. What a fucking bastard, that Harry. He oh, the spooky fucking blinders. <laughs> <laughs> the spooky blinders. Scary Godmother's charming. No. Yeah, I, I, uh, charming is the word I kept coming back to. It's it's just very wholesome and sweet. No, it's not. But not. It's it's the like, kind of. Sorry. It's go not ahead. saccharin. Mm. Yeah, it, it's the kind of movie that I feel like I could enjoy. Like, it's the kind of movie that makes me like knock someone up so I can have a kid to watch it with. <laughs> and then you can avoid child support like Harry. Yeah. Adam, so tell the audience about how we convinced you that you now love this movie. How true that is. My point of view has been entirely changed. Thank you two for letting me see the light. I love it. <laughs> you see, guys, if somebody has different tastes than you, you just have to keep on bothering them and explaining your point of view, even when it's clear it's just a matter of taste. Just tell them they're incorrect. <laughs> Thank you guys for setting me straight. I truly see things your way. Yeah, and, and just keep on making references to the thing around them, even though they have no idea what you're talking about. That's the quickest way to change it, I'm sure. I'm convinced of this fact. Mm. If you fail to make friends using these methods, you can get a money-back guarantee for what this podcast cost you. Man, you know, I've been trying to make friends at work, and I just keep nudging up the people and saying, these sport coats are rather loud. And, <laughs> and just, everyone just looks at me like I'm weird. Yeah, it's odd that you mention that, because when I was trying to make friends at my new job, I just kept saying, I like pizza. I like it. I like pizza. It's funny you guys should say that because uh, when I was at work, somebody said that they couldn't find a, a template, and so I said you should probably check the folder labeled "Your Family Albums," and and they didn't get it. So then I uh, left my VHS copy of Doug's first movie on their desk. Oh, is that why HR had to talk to you? I also thought it was weird that you did that at your boss's funeral. That was weird. I mean. Even as far as funerals go, this one was a fucking downer. You know how you go to some funerals and it's like, everybody's like, well, they were going to die eventually, so, uh, yeah, it's okay. No, that, that was not this funeral. Did they have a nice spooky funeral? Yeah, it's spooky. <laughs> they put a plastic skeleton into the coffin. It was a real delight. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That they buried her under a styrofoam tombstone. Oh. <laughs> they put like one of those plastic skeletons bursting out of the ground. <laughs> that's what she would have wanted. Yeah. Oh man, the, her grandkids loved it. I think that's what we all want, really. Is that not the American dream? Everyone loves Halloween. This was a Halloween-y. Ooh, spooky. Spooky movie. Uh-oh, spooky. <laughs> I have been Drew. 
I have been Sam. I have been Adam. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and have a lovely Halloween-y season.